Dwellin Zimavavi, this week re-elected as General Secretary of SAFTU at its second National Congress. It ended in Boxburg, east of Johannesburg on Thursday. Ahead of the election, chaos erupted at the Congress. Numsa's urban gym threatened court action against Vavi's faction over the election of certain leaders. Vavi, of course, uh, Vavi, of course has led both Kusatu and SAFTU after a combined 23 years, and Jim has been at the home of Numsa for 14 years. Questions being raised whether having leaders who serve in such positions for so long does any good for these organizations in the long run. To help us unpack this we joined on the line by mining and labor analyst Mamukheti Molopiani. Mamukheti, good morning and welcome to the show. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm hoping that you are well too. I, I just want to start off on the specifics around Zwelenzi Mavavi because I remember speaking to him on the show here in the face of the allegations against him and he jokingly said, don't worry, I will prevail, which he did. Your, your thoughts? Well, it's not surprising. I mean, when you look at how the conference played out, particularly the sections that were supporting him or the group that was supporting him, it became very clear that um, um, he would um, emerge as a leader. But also, we always have to remember that where positions of leadership are contested in organized labor, in, in trade unions and federation, often, even before the Congress takes place, uh, the delegates have already have their who their preferred candidates are. And often the process um, of, of, of campaigning leading to the Congress and eventually election, already the number of delegates that are attending those Congress tends to already be divided into um, groups of different, two different or two opposing, um, opposing factions. So it's not surprising that... Um, out of the delegates, he got the majority vote to 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 to, to emerge victorious mm-hmm. in his position. Now, on May Day this year, when when we looked at Labour and the power of Labour in South Africa, I think a lot of people were surprised that only twenty five percent of our workforce is unionised. You, you you look at that number, and you look at people like Vavi who've been in 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 leadership positions for twenty three years, uh, Jim fourteen years in his respective union, and and I suppose the context is the question we were asking our listeners this morning, because it seems that the same leaders have have held on to their power base without really finding ways to grow the base of organised labour in the country. Yes, and it's not really about <coughs> excuse me, it's not really about the ability to grow the base. It's about how workers or potential union members are responding to the unions and attractiveness to them. And and by that I mean, over time, we have seen a trend, not just in South Africa, by the way, through emerging economies and even in advanced (coughs) economies where um, the, the union participation has lessened and the number of active workers who seek to join unions have declined. Mm. For South Africa, the, it, we can attribute to two major reasons. One, that the, the, we are having a younger workforce. And because we have a younger workforce, it doesn't find resonance with um, the ideologies of unions or the direction the unions are taking or where they are leaning. And by that I mean... The average young person who is just entering the labor market and has found employment, many of them are not really interested in the ideological leanings of a party, whether they are saying they want an egalitarian society Mm -hmm. or or a socialist society. All they want to know is 
is there a union or should I join? Is there a union that's going to speak for issues that affect my workplace and surrounding the future of my work? And we are finding that many unions in South Africa are unable to respond to these changes that are that are happening. In a way, Udo, mm. most of our unions appear to be stuck in issues of the 20th century, where uh, they tie most of their work with political issues. Understandable in South yeah, Africa yeah. because union activity meant at, at one stage fight for democracy. But now in the 21st century, young workers are asking themselves and are wondering, will I have work tomorrow? Is technology going to displace me? Uh, my, my position is precarious. Today I was a full-time employee, mm. then I became a contract worker, then a temporary worker, then pandemic hit, we work only a couple of hours. And unions are unable to respond to these emerging challenges that are happening. And as such, it's not surprising then that we are seeing fewer and fewer workers joining or being interested in, in, in unions. From what you've just said now, is there a threat of stagnation of, of unions, uh, the labor movement in South Africa? Because every strike season, unions step to the fore and they raise their voices and they are seen. Well, it's not even a threat, it's a reality. And any union leader who, even after we've had this conversation, would call and say, and say they disagree, they are in denial. It's not a, a, un, a threat, it's a reality of, of stagnating, and not just stagnating, declining unions. And, and on top of that, it is compounded by the fact that there is a fragmentation uh, within organized labor or in unions. By that I mean... Issues that what are issues that were meant to be focused on, or why union exists, issues that gave birth to the rise of unions, are no longer being attended to by many unions. Instead, I like to refer to what Gwedeman Tasha calls unions have a preoccupation with a leadership battle of the alliance or leadership battle and have completely put aside issues that have uh, become about workers. But also, unions have become so bureaucratized that in a way they model themselves after corporates, they model themselves after big establishment, that they have been so doing diluted their core activities that plus the fact that they are political by nature mm. and power is about is will always be contested, that has diluted their strength, but that has led to a wider fragmentation. For example, uh, as we have seen in the past 10 years, the leadership fight in Kosatu led to NUMSA being expelled, led to the measures of SAPTU. The leadership fight in NUM many years ago led to the measures of AMKU. It was not what, what drove this emergence of new unions and federations was not the fight about workers' issues, but was the fight about control and power. And that has seen what was once one big major mm. Federation or union become fragmented into smaller little little parts, and over time that is going to continuously happen. That is why South Africa continues to have some of the highest number of trade unions um, that are active um, um, in the emerging economy. Mamukheti, always interesting. Thank you very much for uh, that insight. There, Mamukheti Molopiane is a mining and labour analyst.